guys, welcome back to Skincare Anarchy. This is Ekta, and I have a wonderful guest today, and I know you've seen her line. Um, it was definitely an Instagram favorite for a long time, and I think it still is, but um, I want to introduce you guys to Loon Martins, who is the founder of Monday Muse Skincare. So welcome to the show, Loon. I'm so excited you're here. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for that kind introduction. Oh, no, it's it's the truth. <laughs> so um, I want to get started because I want to know all about you and um, your, you know, your background, your journey, everything that led to Monday Muse. I mean, it's a beautiful line. So I'd love oh, to, for you to uh, take us, you know, through it. Hello? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. I think you, uh, you're back now. Okay. Um, I'd love for you to get us started with um, your background and like what led to the line. Yeah, so um, Monday Muse really all started with my own skin journey. Um, I have dealt with skin conditions all my life for as long as I can remember. And, um, you know, as a child, I was at the dermatologist's office very often. Um, and then, you know, throughout my teenage years, I had acne, which is not super uncommon, but um, just when I thought I was in the clear, my acne just came back with a vengeance when I turned 21. And um, oh. that was a very kind of long journey of figuring out, uh, you know, the root cause and, you know, why is this happening? Nothing seemed to be working. And I had a lot of different skin conditions going on. Also, lots of different types of acne. So I had a lot of cysts that I never had before like bumpy skin, um, perioral dermatitis. And it was at the stage where my doctor, my dermatologist said, like, we need to put you on Accutane. Oh, God. And, yeah. And um, I, for some reason, it, it didn't feel like the right thing to do. Yeah. So I said no to that. And I know it's a, it's, it's a very effective treatment, but it's, it, it is also quite intense. And I really wanted to kind of figure out the real root cause of why this was happening to me. So um, I then took a very long road uh, that took me almost four years um, in kind of clearing up my skin. I tried, you know, so many different things. And, you know, at some point I, I really felt like I had a good understanding of um, not only skincare, but also kind of the, you know, what happens internally very often yeah. show up on the skin. So, um, for example, you know, the connection between the gut and the skin, it's, it's, it's a real, real thing. And, yeah. um, yeah, all of this kind of led up to, um, wanting to start my own skincare line for people that have, you know, more reactive, not so well-behaved skin like myself. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I really wanted to also create something that, was a little bit more, you know, elegant and um, beautiful because I, I had experienced kind of the more like clinical side and I felt a bit of a disconnect with the products that I was using and um, I wanted to create something that was, you know, effective and result driven, but also a beautiful experience at the same time. So here we are when the muse was born and uh, yeah. <laughs> We launched no, I mean, that, that makes sense. And I, I'm really glad that you mentioned, you know, like, 
I recently did an episode where I was talking about how important it is for us to really talk about like non-invasive ways to like deal with um, skin issues because you're right, Accutane, you know, I remember being a teenager and going into my derm office and being like, uh, you want me to come in for a monthly pregnancy test? Like it just scared the yeah. crap out of me. You know what I mean? Like it was like, I yeah. don't want to have anything to do with that. I will just deal with it on my own kind of thing. You know, I, I remember I got on antibiotics, but I know exactly what you mean. It's very scary. And mm -hmm. so I did this like feature and I'm, I'm just like, I think we really need to, that's why skincare in my mind is so important, right? Because it's like, you have to give options to people. You can't just be like, well, there's only one option and that's Accutane. Because, you know, 50% of the people are going to be like, well, screw it then, because I'm not going to go do it. And then yeah. that leads to other problems. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you shared that. Now, I want to talk about, like, the formulation aspect, because obviously, you know, you mentioned acne, and I'm guessing, like, you wanted to formulate your products very specific to that kind of um, skin concern. So, um, or, I mean, if you don't, then excuse me, but I want to talk about your formulation um, journey and, like, uh, what that was like and what your vision was. And Yeah, um, you know, yeah, no, you're spot on. Um, I think that, you know, I, anyone who has dealt with kind of skin that's freaking out um, has tried lots and lots of product. Um, and um, therefore, when I started Monday News and really thinking about a formulation from a formulation point of view, it really was important that the product was going to deliver results. Um, yeah. I really don't want our products to disappoint people because, you know, I've been disappointed so many times throughout the years with products that, you know, overpromise and underdeliver. And so in order to do that, I thought it was very important for me to, me personally, to understand how to create a safe and effective formula. Uh, so I got a um, diploma in skincare formulating. I, I had already finished my bachelor's and master's degree and uh, wanted to really dive into the, the formulation aspect. It's not a cosmetic chemistry degree, but it yeah. will, you know, it's a great foundation to kind of have a good understanding of, of how the whole process works. And uh, I really wanted to create the products from scratch. So we have the control over what we put in, what we don't put in. Um, yeah. And also I think um, because I, I, I created the, our first product, the Nectar by myself, and it's a, it's interesting to go through that whole, you know, process from like formulating a few samples to then bringing it to market and all the cosmetic testing in between. Um, but then I also started working with a, an independent cosmetic chemist and she, um, she's been so, you know, helpful throughout the whole experience as well, because she really also taught me about quality of ingredients. And it's so interesting because I had no idea that even though on the inky list, so on the ingredient label, the, the name of an ingredient can really yeah. vary in quality. So yeah. have um, a very potent version of, of an ingredient or a really, let's say, watered down version. That's not going to do that much for the skin, um, but it has the same inky name. So that's a consumer would never know. Um, and there is no way of knowing. I think it's it's up to the brand uh, and kind of their philosophy uh, on things. But um, yeah, so so the the formulation aspect um, is obviously very important. You want to create products that um, are going to be effective, but in our case, also gentle to the skin at the same time. I really believe that 
if you, you know, hydrate the skin and nourish the skin and really help support it, yeah. your skin will be able to, to, to repair a lot on its own as well. Um, right. So yeah, that's kind of like a long, long way of. Uh, no, it's not. I mean, it, it, it's a great point. And I think, you know, the idea of like, you know, the repair potential and the regenerative uh, potential of the skin is something that no one really talks about. And it's really shocking to me every time when I um, interview uh, wonderful founders such as yourself, because you guys are actually the ones that really touch on it. And I, al- I always wonder, I'm like, you know, why are we not honing in on this in a more like, you know, I guess, data-driven way in a more, you know what I mean? Like a more clinical-based way. And it, it just blows my mind because you're absolutely right. The skin has to be nourished and it has to be, you know, like any organ, right? Like we're not going to starve ourselves or like if we're low in vitamin D, we're not going to say, oh, go, don't drink milk or don't give your body what it needs because yeah. you need it, you know, it's yeah. deficient in it. And it's the same with the skin. So I 100%, I agree with you. Um, and I actually want to ask you, because I love the packaging of the brand. And I, um, I, I want to ask you about that. Like, what was the inspiration for your packaging? Because it's so chic and I really, really like it. Oh, thank you so much. Um, well, the, you know, when you launch any brand, you have a, an initial vision of what you want. So uh, it all kind of started with, you know, the name and the concept and what I ultimately wanted. But um, it also was a matter of, you know, creating lots of mood boards and, um, um, you know, looking at bottle designs and, and, and different types of fonts, even, you know, every little detail uh, yeah. plays a part in that whole process. So um, I found a graphic designer just online randomly, like it wasn't a through some big agency and he really understood the vision, um, which is funny because he was a guy and like not yeah. that many guys are uh, very much into skincare, but he really got it. And um, yeah, together we did, we went a lot, you know, back and forth on, on the whole design and um, he had, you know, great input as well. And eventually we, we, we came to that design, but I, what I really also wanted to showcase because, you know, the name of it is kind of like a, a fun take on the product. So for example, the nectar, then right yeah. underneath it says vitamin facial oil. So it says what it is, but I also really wanted to immediately show people what benefits it has and what the key ingredients were. So therefore, when you go, you know, line by line uh, and read it, yeah. you can see the benefits, um, the three benefits of the nectar, for example, um, you know, nourish, balance, calm, and then with cold pressed with uh, black human, red raspberry, Kalahari melon, so that immediately people could look at the product and be like, okay, this might be for me, or, oh, no, no, this is not what I'm looking for. So kind of simplify the process, because I know how tricky skincare can be. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that those those were kind of all very important. I love that. No, I love that, and I think with simplicity comes, like, you know, the ability to retain other aspects. So I really, I, I completely agree with you, and I think you know, for me, I just like a simple design anyways, but I think that your point about the Anki list is so important because I know like, you know, for a long time, you know, when I was like just doing like, uh, like putting up pictures of stuff I loved, you know, because starting as like that influencer kind of mindset, that was my biggest thing that I didn't understand why people were so honed in on the Anki list, but they didn't know what anything meant. You know what I mean? Like there yeah. were like people that were just like 
oh my gosh, look at the ingredients. I'm looking at them. I'm like, do you even know what that chemical is? Cause like, yeah. I guarantee if I called you right now, like you wouldn't be able to explain that to me. So it was like, it was one of those like weird oxymoron situations where it was like, you're bringing attention to ingredients, but you don't know what they are. And, you know, listing like a brand when it lists like 50 million ingredients on the back, like that's, you know, it, it's, it's a fun picture to take, I guess, for Instagram. You know what I mean? But like when it comes to like really understanding the science and understanding like what that brand's doing, you have to really kind of, you have to trust that they included what was absolutely necessary in the product. And that trust aspect, I think, is really kind of heightened when you have a simple packaging and you have like a simple design and you're able to understand, you know, like, okay, well, this is exactly what's in here. You know, so I I completely, I really appreciate that as a consumer. Yeah, I didn't want to have too much fluff and like gimmicky elements around the brand. Uh, I really wanted to keep it kind of simplistic, but also, like you said, chic and and in a way, a little bit of a, you know, fashionable touch on um, on on skincare um, and not make it as like kind of clinical or like, you know, disconnected. I really wanted to, to create a connection with exactly. through the product. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now I want to, um, I actually want to move on. I want to focus on like, um, like, it, you know, in terms of just creating a business for yourself and creating this line and I'm sure it was very difficult. Right. So like, what was like the whole process for you? I mean, did you run into a lot of hurdles or, um, like what were some of the things that you encountered that were like, kind of, they stick with you? Um, oh, so many, I think if you ask any kind of first time, uh, just business owner, it's, it comes with a lot of um, ups and downs and learning curves. Um, and also because I really started this by myself and uh, yeah. still a lot of most of the things that happen within the company um, I'm involved in very heavily. So, which I like, I, maybe that's not a, the best thing, but I really like to have kind of like control and like a, an oversight of every little aspect that's happening. Um, yeah. But I think it's, it's a, you have to kind of see it as an adventure. And I think any adventure comes with highs and lows. And it, it, we launched last year in November during the pandemic, which was already a bit scary to begin with. Um, And I think that also with, you know, during the pandemic, there were so many delays and so many kind of extra hurdles on top of that, that um, was unexpected, but you kind of have to be a little agile and, and roll with the punches. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I think one of the hardest things was probably um, just, first of all, as a small, small, small brand, uh, creating the awareness and creating a little bit of hype around your brand and getting out there because it's such a crowded space. Um, But then kind of from from the other side, like kind of more behind the scenes, just, lead times and uh bottles uh breaking because they're made of glass and then you know not being able to uh fill like hundreds and hundreds of bottles that you said you you know that you said you would to the manufacturer um those are i find quite tricky because yeah you don't have control over that ultimately Right, right. No, I can understand that. And I honestly that's one of the biggest reasons why I'm too scared to start a skincare. Yeah. Line, because I'm like you know what I'm one of those people that's gonna get very frustrated and just be like oh 
gosh, just make it in like whatever packaging. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you gotta so. you gotta be yeah. patient. And I think it was Pinker. Oh, I can't hear you. you cut out. Hello? Under the same roof. Now, in the case of Laura, with my bread, especially because we, um, especially because we are creating every product from scratch, yeah. um, uh, you know, you start with creating a sample uh, with a cosmetic chemist, and, or I kind of start formulating by myself. You then have to go through all the cosmetic testing because, you know, we're based in the UK and, you know, here in Europe, they're very strict with what you can bring to market when you're a skincare brand. Um, so you have to go through all of that. All of that has to pass. Then you have to, you know, order the bottles from one manufacturer. Then the people who are going to fill your product and make your product goes to another manufacturer. And then the carton, like the, you know, the label box that it goes into comes from another supplier. So the supply chain is very, I think there's, it's quite tricky. And I think people underestimate how much has to come together before the product actually is ready to be sold. Yeah, no, I can, I can imagine. Like, I honestly, like, I don't want to even want to like imagine like the headache and the uh, the nitty gritty of it because I, I've heard from people that it's just like, oh my gosh. And especially like bringing your vision to life, you know, like it, doing it exactly the way you want it and not taking no for an answer and not taking like, you know, an alternative. So I can, I can only imagine the, um, you know, the difficulty <laughs> of getting it perfect. Um, yeah. You know, but I, I want to actually, um, I want to move on a little bit and I want to actually, ask you about like uh in terms of just you know this this brand and and coming up with this like what were like how did you use influencer marketing because like I said in the beginning in the intro I, I saw Monday memes everywhere on Instagram like it was like you know the most beautiful products and it was just you know everyone was showcasing and it was um oh, really kind really? of viral for a long time yeah 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 oh my gosh yeah oh my gosh, other, I, mean, I had no idea mother, yeah no my dermal unity account literally I follow mostly um instagram like influencers that love skincare and every single one of them was like posting um your product and i was like wow this is beautiful you know so um i really knew about the name like very early on um before the podcast was even a thing so like i want to know um if you've used influencer marketing at all and um or no i guess <laughs> um, no uh, actually to be really honest Mm, I want to say everything has been very organic. Um, I will say I, I, I was also surprised when we launched, you know, how um, positive the feedback was from the get go. We've received a lot of positive feedback and especially I think, you know, the kind of micro influencers that are very, you know, skincare beauty oriented. Um, luckily, a lot of them really like our brand and the philosophy and um, I think that also goes back to maybe my story that's quite relatable. I think a lot of people can relate to, you know, dealing with skin issues and feeling that frustration and, and you know, the, the, the toll it can take on your mental health. And um, I try to be quite open about that. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a combination of, 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 yeah, just people naturally and organically liking your brand and um, what you stand for and therefore also showcasing that on their feed. Um, but yeah, there's no secret sauce. I think it, it, it really 
goes back to kind of that omni-channel awareness um, where you, you, you know, you need to, the PR, you need to be in the magazines, you need the people to genuinely love the products, you know, even the, the, the uh, rate of reordering every month is, is really quite high. Um, and that those are the things that, you know, are, are, are amazing to see, but also will kind of push your brand further. So, um, yeah, we, we haven't done any like proper campaigns. I'm only starting to kind of think about that now, like maybe, you know, should we look at affiliate marketing or, but it's, it's so it's, it's hard to, to kind of, um, strategize because there's so many angles you can push, you know, when it comes to social media and marketing and all of that. So, yeah, yeah, no, I know. And I always wonder because with micro influencing, it's like, it's just, it's one of those things where if a product takes off, like everyone's just like really intrigued and it's like a very small community. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think, um, you know, when you, when you hear about a product through that kind of channel, it it's very it's special because I think like there's a trust between that community of you know people on Instagram and I that's how I felt at least you know when I was uh, actively posting about things I loved and when I I remember that's why that's really why I brought it up because when I saw it I was like it's being posted by people I really like you know trust and I know their opinion matters and like they are very well educated so Mm -hmm. um, that's really why I asked you (laughs) yeah definitely no it's it's most of it yeah I think all of it's been organic and and also unexpected like you know, we, there's been really some amazing uh, feedback, even from other brand founders, which I think is so nice that in this space, it's more and more, I think brand founders, they kind of like come together and support each other um, instead of making it very competitive. Uh, Yeah, no, I know. I've noticed that. And I think people don't understand that because the skincare industry, everyone looks under like, there's so many products, but it's like, trust me like they're really very unique and people support each other so much so it's a really nice and I know how yeah and I I know how how picky a brand like especially a skincare brand founder is so if they like a you know another product it's they really like it so um yeah yeah compliment I always think and so I want to actually um I want to ask you like in terms of like uh you know next steps like what are some next steps coming up for the brand for you like what are your like what's your goal like you know I guess your five-year goal or whatever you want to call it yeah I always joke and say world domination um yeah. <laughs> I mean obviously having you know global reach and and expand the brand uh is you know is is everyone's goal uh including mine um it's it's funny because we have such an international um consumer base as well one of my biggest consumers uh is actually from the states that's my second largest um you know consumer so hopefully you know expand within like uk europe and then go to the states um hopefully also create some retail partnerships and um yeah just come out with new product as well there's one other product launching this year uh end of october yes um, which is very exciting, and um, yeah. two more in the pipeline, um, and yeah, just just kind of grow the brand. But I wanted to do it very kind of intentionally, and I want every product to be a hero product. You know, I don't want to come out with something just to have a line. Um, so step by step. <laughs> 
Of course. No, I, I love that. And I love that you have, like, you know, it's, it's two main products, you know, you've got a serum and a, and a beautiful oil. And I, you know, I think, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day and I was like, you know, people don't realize, like, when I think about like good skincare, like, honestly, when, like, I think back to like, Egypt and like old like you know like old rituals in skin health like a good oil you know what I mean to like preserve and like to hydrate and the serum has to be something that's like it's very natural based and it has to be something that's you know getting like the best ingredients from like earth and just I don't know it's very like hippie sounding but it's it's true like that's really what I think of and I think you know when I see lines like yours it, it puts more trust in me as a consumer, because I'm like, she's not overdoing it. You know, like you don't have 15 products that you're like pushing onto consumers and saying, Hey, you know, you need this whole range or you're never going to have perfect skin. That's, that's the problem. So less is more. Definitely. I I love my system. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, I want to thank you so much. This is such, uh, this was so fun talking to you. And I am really thankful that you have the time to come onto our show. Um, everyone listening, if you haven't checked out Monday News, I really urge you to go check them out. Their website is mondaymuseskin.com. And I will link everything in the episode art for this. And I hope that you guys love it and leave some feedback so that we can pass it along to Loon's team and uh, maybe have her back on with the new launch. Oh, thank you so much, Ekta. This was really fun. Yes, likewise. Thank you.